welcome to the Game Train Podcast, where we are the most organized and efficient gaming podcast. No, we're not. Um, hello, <laughs> I, I, I'm Callan Davis, and I am a, a one half of the Game Train, which is still pulling out of the station this morning. And we've, we've uh, got Carl, the Lyrical Smith. Hello. Hello, hello. Good morning. Hello. How, how organized are you today? Just so organized. I'm just so ready. Guys, listeners, you're in for such an organized episode. Oh, yes. So, yeah, uh, as always, it's like big episode. We've always got big episodes here on Game Train. There's no, there's no half measures here. No, <laughs> um, no. Um, so we're going to be talking about games we've been playing like Rollerdrome, Monkey Island, Yakuza 0. We're going to be reviewing the Saints Row remake. Ooh. And no, uh, like re- rebirth or something. It's not. A, it's oh a, it's yeah. A yeah, brand new. Here we go. So, yeah, I promise we played it. That's right, and uh, of course, lamb love and hype train and all that sort of cool stuff. But first, let's get into the news. All right. So the news this week. What is making news this week? Well, oh, the big one. Like, this broke the internet, I reckon, this. Like, it absolutely annihilated the internet this week. Um, No one saw it coming, but Skull and Bones got delayed again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, fuck. Uh, Fuck. So, Skull and Bones. Fifth delay for Skull and Bones has been pushed back to 2023 now. Um, Back to February instead of, uh, I think it's going to be November. Yeah, February, the fun month of 2023. And they... Yeah. It's not just a delay, like, one, it's the fifth official delay. But also, like, like, you know, it's funny you talk about games and, oh, this has taken 10 years to make. But they went away. They disappeared forever. And we were like, I think they did a soft cancellation. It's done. And then they re-revealed themselves in this big explosion of glory and they're like skull and bones baby the game you thought was dead is back bigger and better than ever we are coming this november i'm just kidding delay it's like Uh, it just really hits weird hey like stop it it does Um, plus 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 they put themselves the day before god of war ragnarok yeah (laughs) who does that and god of war had already had their date yeah. So it wasn't like they they put themselves there. Yeah. The day before, like, what? Oh. And now they're like, oh, we're delaying because reasons. We're like, we know why you're delaying. Yeah. We <laughs> we, we exactly know what's going on there. But uh, yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, a small indie game going by the name of GTA Six got leaked. Just a little leak. Just a, a little. Just a little one. Probably Small, one of, tiny, one, one, of, videos. one of the biggest leaks in gaming history. Looks like Rockstar got hacked or something somewhere. A whole heap of uh, early, early alpha footage. Not even probably alpha at that stage. Development footage, no. I'd say more. Uh, got leaked from just little bits here and there. Bit of driving around. A lot of the animations got leaked. Um, what the characters look like. We know the location is definitely Vice City now. Um, yep. it sounds... seems to not be in the 80s though so that yeah. it seems like it's a modern day Vice City you sound so impressed by Vice City 
I mean, I, I, I have to it's see not gonna the map. Just, it's not going to be just Varsity. You know it's going to be heaps I know, of I know. stuff around but, the map. You know, we've heard about how they're going to release, like, what, one city first and then, like, more later as DLC. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that the first city isn't even just Vice City. I hope, even in the first city, I hope there's at least two, a mountainous kind of area. We just got so spoiled. With well, we're going to have a lot of swamp areas because that's what Florida is in places. Swamp works. It just, they've already shown off those, they've shown off those little boat things with the big fan on the back. Oh, the hovercrafts? Yeah, well, they didn't show off. It got shown in the leak. Yeah, they didn't show up. But yeah, the, the hovercrafty-like things. Um, yeah, it sh look, it should be interesting. I think it's going to be a, a massive map. Like, people people are so crazy on the internet. Like, people have been looking at this footage and then mapping out through that where things are in relation to each other that got shown, right? Oh, they're, like, triangulating it. Yeah, and, and, pe and they're thinking <laughs> from the how big everything is away from each other that it's going to be about two times the size of gta 5's map that's just that sounds like such classic internet talk. oh it's it's crazy it's it's absolutely crazy like um it just it, it it blows my mind i don't understand how you even do that whether that's true or not i don't normally care because like people are always like, oh, this this is gonna be, you know, like Assassin's Creed's new map is three times bigger. I I normally am just like, so what? It just means more space and more crap. Mm. Um, but for Rockstar is the only developer that makes me go, whoa! If that's twice as big, that's twice as much stuff. Like they're the ones I trust to. If it was, this is why I'm like, I don't know if it's gonna be twice as big, guys, because it's Rockstar. Like they fill that shit more than anyone and if you're gonna the gta 5 map people are still finding stuff in it yeah imagine twice as big with the rock star polish yep which i just i don't know and and if that is just map one and they're gonna do deals like it's i mean they did say this is the thing they did say uh on that leak you know this is not gonna do anything for us we're still gonna carry on as normal we will show you our stuff when we're ready to show it to you, and we promise you it is going to exceed expectations. Now that is a big call when you're a rock star. How do you exceed expectations? Yep. Like, our expectations, they're not even GTA 5 anymore. Our expectations are Red Dead Redemption 2. Correct. Which is like, bananas amazing. Like, that in the modern world is already, like if you just take, Red Dead Redemption 2 engine and development and put that in a, a modern world setting, that's nuts. And you add all the stuff that was in GTA 5 with the life of the city and I don't, I, I just can't get this point across. That is the expectation. Mm -hmm. So if they're saying we're going to exceed it, I have, I don't know what you do. I did, what do you do? You can't add flying cars, done. You know, you can't add like a, most of the buildings you can walk in and you, you can't add, there's like a tomato sauce and mustard on every table in the fast food restaurants and it's different in a high class restaurant because you know like the detail is always it's already insane it changes in every like suburb what kind of shopping there is and which clothes are available like that's the, the cars like i don't know what do you don't say exceed expectations what have they got up their sleeve they've well, already done three protagonists to, it has to be multiple cities 
I guess, but do you just, is it just bigger? I don't, I don't know if that's a rock star thought of like, we're going to exceed your expectations when we show you, when we're ready to show you. What, like, do you, what would you think? I, have, I can't even think. Are they going to space? Like, what does exceed my expectations mean? Probably just more detail in things, man. Like, you know, more realism. But then Red Dead Redemption 2 engine in a GTA. That's because that's my expectations. I don't know. And mm. I just, normally I'd be like, oh, they're probably just um, exaggerating and they don't realize, but it's Rockstar. So I do trust them. I'm just very excited and curious for when we hear about this officially in 2024 Q1. <laughs> Nah, we'll hear. Uh, we'll get the first trailer this month. <laughs> no way. Yep. Not a chance. Yep. How? Oh, we gotta put. We gotta put a date on. Uh, Mate, a, a it's, bet on it, it. it's the twenty-year anniversary of the original Vice City this month. Uh, I don't think so. I think we'll. It, the most you'll ever get is maybe a logo, or a splash screen. There's, there's no way we get a trailer this month. Okay, we'll see. Absolutely a no. Anyway, uh, in other news, we we talk we talk delays and and all that. Well, we've got a uh, an earlier release for a game this week, to, or not yeah. this week, but you know, in news terms. <laughs> in news, uh, yeah, yeah. Scorn is now coming out October fourteen, rather than twenty one. So they moved it up a week. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really really great news. That's that's so cool. Very strange right who just did this recently as well and moved their date up just a little little smidgen i don't, I don't know it's like sometimes i it think happens. it might have been gotham knights did it oh right so now they've moved themselves further away from gotham knights oh that's so funny gotham knights came and sat next to scorn and scorn's like nah bro yeah <laughs> we don't want you're not in our group yeah uh and then also in other news uh world of warcraft's next expansion dragonflight it's got its release date it's coming out November 28th slash 29, depending where you are in the world. So that's exciting for WoW fans. And Is that another... you? Are you a WoW fan still? I don't care anymore, man. It's just... So no, I was just checking. That's why I, I know that was a, that was a Callum title, but I was like, is that still what you're... Man, I can't be bothered. Yes, I look my... at it, I'm like, hey, look, the hype might build a week out, then I'll probably play it level to max level again and then exit out and then not touch it until the following expansion that's what i did last time yep so do i really yeah i don't know man it's an mmo it takes so much time there's other stuff to play then um, yeah it's it's just over two weeks after final fantasy 16's old day rip yeah <laughs> that's what i think but of. like can i be oh. bothered playing a mmo that is like come out in two Thousand and five. I'm I'm so impressed by them still holding strong, right? Yeah. Like reboot the lot. game. If you're not going to, I don't know. I don't. Maybe just. I don't even want to say it. But I just want like, can you just make like a new engine or something? I don't know. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Uh. That is the news. <laughs> Alright, so on to the games we have been playing this week. Uh, we should keep things obviously trotting through here, but uh, let's go. Your Monkey Island came out again. New, yes. New game, new one. Return to Monkey Island. Okay. 
Ah, uh, it's and, and man, oh man, I've been having just an absolute blast with this. Uh, Guybrush Threepwood's old voice is back, which is great. They changed the voice of Luchak though, but uh, it still still works fine. I think his actual voice actor is uh, retired from the business. Oh right. Um, yeah, but Ron Gilbert is back, who uh, was one of the co-creators and on you know helming. Monkey Island Part 1 and 2, so for those of you who don't know, there's like 4,000 of them now. I think they went right up to 5, and 5 was a 5-part chapter-based one. Uh, there was 1 and 2, and then 7 years after 1 and 2, which were, 1 was like 1990, and then 2 was 1991. And then there's this huge gap, and then there was Part 3, and then 4 was just this god-awful 3D graphics thing, which unfortunately was the style at the time. And then five started to look a bit better, uh, but was like a yeah five-part little mini-series. So they've gone back, and uh, Ron Gilbert, who did part one and two, has said, this is just my part three. I'm going to take bits and pieces from all the games after it that I like and put things in, uh, but this is his what, what his vision is of how it follows through. And he does it really, really well. They do it in kind of like a loose storytelling kind of way where things may or may not have happened. So it doesn't make it, he doesn't like retcon all the other games. He just puts it in a place that makes you feel comfortable with only having to play one and two, but having knowledge from the others still helps. It's the classic point and click again, but it just runs really smoothly. The, um, the storytelling is just, it's really wholesome. The, the humor is the same, it's a, you know, a bunch of dad jokes. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just kind of corny, but fun. And it's, um, the big theme is, is a lot to do with um, you know, coming back to something that's been there for a while and seeing what you can do and what changes and what's important. And you can tell they're really looking at themselves as, as a game developer and its own legacy. And it just, um, it was really nice to go back. And that art style immediately just grows on you. Like mm -hmm. It did to me straight up. When I first saw the pictures, I'm like, ooh, not used to this. And I did enjoy how a lot of the fans on um, Twitter were like, Please bring back your classic pixelated art style. And Ron Gilbert replied with, we've never done a pixelated art style, ever. We just did the art the best we could. That wasn't a style to us. <laughs> That's all we had. And he's like, it wasn't, I wasn't trying to be retro or do like, you know, he, they unintentionally made some of the best pixel art ever. And it's because they weren't trying to make art. They were just trying to make images that looked cartoony and fun that you could recognize using all the tools they had and trying to get as much detail as possible from the minimal pixels they were allowed. And so they were forced to make these beautiful things. And I just, it made, it made me stop and think, just that, that tweet where he's like, we've never done a pixelated style. We just did it. There was concept art, and then we just tried our best to make it look cartoony. And that's what it was. So this is what you're getting. You know, it's him saying, this is my art. And jumping in, when you see that animated and walking around and, and like the life that they breathe into these cam uh, characters with the voices and stuff it just the art is beautiful the music oh i didn't even realize how nostalgic i would be for when they the music in the background is slowly building and then suddenly when they do the splash screen and they show the shot of melee island and it says return to monkey island and it just drops into that caribbean Monkey Island music. Oh my goodness, what a moment. Yeah, it's uh, great to see. And it's really great to see the LucasArts 
logo at the start of Monkey Island again as well. Um, if you were a fan, definitely jump in. If you have been curious, it is okay to jump in at this one. There is a little scrapbook at the start that talks you through the, um, the old games and the big important bits and who's who and the what's what's it's. Uh, there's a hard mode, just like in uh, some of the classic Monkey Islands. They've, they've got like a master mode with crazy weird puzzles. Or there's just a normal mode where you don't have to like, you know, join a squirrel with a coconut and put it next to a deodorant and then it gets you a spaceship, you know, like weird, dumb stuff. It's just a nice, normal, easy, casual mode. Um, but yeah, it's basically Monkey Island. It's, it's beautiful. I'd, I'd jump in and check it out if I were you. Uh, it's available on everything. It's on like computer and Switch and all the consoles and stuff, but uh, definitely a point and click kind of game. If, if you're into that kind of thing, I'd definitely recommend it. Just doing old school with the mouse. Yeah, good times. What, have you been playing anything else? Good, no. sir? No. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. Scared uh, me. Scared me. No, no, no. I've been playing things. Some that I'll talk about a bit later. But uh, uh, I've been, I went through Yakuza 0 the other week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, by many, is classed as one of the best Yakuza games in the series. So yeah. this one was, like, they'd released a bunch, like, 1, 2, 3, and 4, I think. Um, and then they, all and 5. But then they went and made this prequel. Yeah, um, it was good. It was really fun. Um, you play as as uh, Kiryu again, but you also get to play as uh, Majima as well this time, which is like kind of like Kiryu's rival anti-hero guy, sort of thing. Um, so it's like their origin stories for both of them, really. Um, Sick. Yeah, and That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it's it takes uh, place in Kumaracho again, the same city it always takes place in. But also this other city for uh, when you're playing as Vajima as well. Um, but yeah, um, it was fun. Like the story was good. Um, like you know, it's a great starting place for people in the series that you oh, don't yeah, have you, to start at one. Yeah, that you don't have to start at one. But um, something really cool I found out is that um, you know how they remade one and two, the um, Yakuza yes. one Kawami. Well. Yep. They what they did with the Kiwami games one and two is um, they got rid of some of the I guess you'd call it the fat around the sides, just trimmed some of the sort of the fat off. And then what do you mean like empty oh, um, no, just, side quests? Or? Yeah, yeah, just some of the bloat with side quests and some of the main story stuff and tighten stuff up. But then added little references into Zero in there. Oh, clever! Yeah, yeah. I see. So. That, that that's pretty cool. So I'm actually doing Kiwami One at the moment. Oh wow! Okay, so you're um, gonna yeah. you're attempting to do the whole. Are you trying to no, I'm not, get through them all? No, I'm not going to go through them all, man. They're big games, dude. They are big they are games. Big games I, was, but, I wouldn't yeah. put it past you though. You did it with Uncharted and ruined it for yourself. So I thought maybe you were trying to nah, ruin it for yourself I'm, before I'm, the uh, new one. Like I did zero, and then I jumped straight into Kiwami One, and then. Um, it, it just felt like I was just carrying on the same story in a way. It's kind of cool. Really? Oh, like just not repeated the same story, but no, like... no, no. But I mean, like it's like you know, a couple of years later, and you're picking up with a lot of the same characters and that were introduced in Zero. Well, actually, they were originally introduced in One, but you're seeing them, a lot of them in Zero, like ten years before, sort of thing. Oh, nice. Um, so it's just kind of cool mm. with that sort of, you know, immediate 
sort of refresh. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, that, oh, that's where they ended up. Oh, because yeah. I hadn't played one before, you see. That's true. That it, it would be fun to jump straight in. Yeah. As well, without you having to, you didn't have to wait like a year or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably end up finishing one and I may do two, but I won't do the old, like three, four or five because they're old now, you know? Yep, yep, yep. I guess just wait for the uh, inevitable remakes of those. Yeah, hopefully one day. But yeah, no, it's been it's been really fun. Um, and then another game we checked out, you and me, real quick, was Rollerdrome, a little indie game where you you roll around yes. on on roller blades and shoot things and do. Tricks I loved Rollerdrome. It and, it felt so much like mm. Tony Hawk to me than I more than I expected. I thought it would feel more like a like an arena shooter, mm. but the shooting they've really done it in a way that was like so stylish that it didn't feel like um, you're getting kills because basically you have to shoot people um, you, you got to do tricks to reload your gun and you have like an infinite amount of ammo on every gun whether it's a rocket launcher or a pistol or a machine gun or whatever but you have to do tricks to get it so you stop thinking about the killing people and you're constantly just trying to get combos and I really love how combos in this game don't work as like chaining tricks together, which for the longest time I thought it was. And for several hours I was trying to like do tricks into a grind, into a trick, and then I'd land it and go, oh shit. And then I started noticing like, wait, my number's still up there, but it's slowly, you get like one or two seconds. Mm -hmm. But the combos count as collecting collectibles and killing people, like shooting people with your gun. So like you'd have to like, and not even just killing them, if you just shoot them, the combo stays up a little bit, it fills up, but if you kill them, the number goes from like six to seven, seven to eight, you know, and it keeps going up and up and up and up, and it's so fun to like run a combo. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like a arena shooter, rollerblade. It's like a 70s vision of the far future. So it looks like it's set in like, you know, 2070, but as envisioned by a 1970s aesthetic, and it's... Mm -hmm. It was such a surprise. Just a really fun game. Developers of Oli Oli World, which we reviewed a couple episodes ago. Yep. And um, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know. I thought they were a small developer. Um, Roll Seven, I think their name is. And I don't know how they uh, how they release two great games in one year. Do they have? I don't know. Do they have like multiple? Oh, they have multiple teams. It's just so weird for a smaller team, you know, like, it's not Ubisoft, it's just very impressive that they released Oli Oli World and Rollerdrome in the same year, and they're both absolute bangers. Nice. Um, that was really fun. Yeah, I, I guess we should roll into our review now, if we're all, all caught up. Yeah, I'll say a little bit more uh, next, in the next couple episodes, maybe not next episode, because that one's a little bit of a special one, more on that later, but... Uh, I do want to talk more about Splatoon 3, which is a oh, big thing. Yeah, just so, came out. Yeah, yeah. Just letting our listeners know that we're not blind idiots. Like, we know this great game is out. We just want to put more time in it before we talk to you guys about it. We've had a little... Well, I've had a little play. I want to jump in with, uh, with Callan and check out all the uh, different... There's a lot to do in it to really feel it. If not, if you just jump in for an hour or so, it's just Splatoon 2 again. And I want to just make sure that that's not the case. We might just be like, it's Splatoon 2 and move on. If that's the case, I'll, I'll just say that next time. Um, and also, little shout out to Moon Scars, which is the first kind of Souls light that I've enjoyed in a long time. Um, well, here we and go. you suck at parking. So, someone save that. Someone save that quote. 
no, nah, nah, I've, I've reached the first boss and I might not continue, you know what I mean? Oh, man. <laughs> oh man. Um, maybe, maybe this will lead you down a path into Hollow Knight and then all the other greats. Oh, you wish. You sound like those, like, Greek mums who just want me to get married. Yeah. You're like, maybe this is the, you know, and uh, they, they do that thing where you say hello to a lady at the coffee shop and you yeah. smile and they're like, did you see? Did you see him smiling? Ooh, he's going to get married. Like, Mom, shut up. It's like, ooh, maybe ooh, she's the one. Ooh, he's going to play a Souls-like. Yeah, I feel like Souls fans, Souls-like fans with friends who aren't Souls-like fans, are they're all Greek slash Islander moms who want their kids to get married. And they're like, is this, uh, uh, you're going to get married? You're going to have kids? <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, lots to play. I'm, I'm jumping in ship, ship breaker. And Midnight Fight Express, Dreamlight Valley. I've been dabbling in a lot, and it would be a whole other podcast to go into all of it. Um, but we'll talk about that in a few. But uh, yeah, that's that's the games we've been playing. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's roll into our uh, review game this week, which is the Saints Row reboot. Saints Row Reboot, Remake, Renew, Restuff, I don't know. Anyway, it's developed by Volition and published by Deep Silver. Uh, once again, it's an open world single player game. This time it is based in the city of Santo Alesso, which is kind of based off of uh, Las Vegas. Uh, and the story follows a group of four friends who decide to start their own outlaw gang called The Saints. Yeah, yeah. They all live together and um, yep, yep. In so different gangs. Yeah, they all live together in different gangs, but they all eventually decide to make their own gang for whatever reason, um, and it mm. goes on from there. So yes, uh, the Saints Row series has been around a long time, um, and there's been several games in that, and then the story sort of finished up in with four, and then so they've gone and decided to do this reboot, remake, restart, whatever you want to call it. Um, yep. and yeah, um, they've tried to bring in all new characters, well, start the whole thing afresh, bring new characters, new setting, etc. So let's talk about setting first. Oh, setting, the desert. Uh, Listen, when I saw the first trailers, I looked at it and went, I hope the whole map's not desert. <laughs> no. And then I played the full game and I opened up the map all excited to have a look. It's all desert. It's all... All desert. Such oh, a shame. De- such a shame. The, uh, I mean, the last time this happened, I was surprised by more color. Twice this has happened in, in my uh, gaming past that I can remember, where I was scared at first, and then it like opened up and became beautiful. Mm. But this just kind of stays desert. Like The first time was Final Fantasy XII. I was like, uh-oh, this looks like it might just be all desert. Yeah, but then it like explodes into this like high fantasy colors and beauty and yada yada. The second time I was worried was Assassin's Creed Origins when it was in Egypt. Ah, yeah. Right, and I'm like, this is gonna suck. It's all gonna be brown, but it wasn't. It, it was just me being ignorant about 
Egypt. That that was beautiful. Some of the cities were like bustling and like green and beauty, and there was like rivers and crocodiles, and it was really cool. And there was a lot of desert, but it was like beautiful. The bits in the middle, and you're riding on your horse, and but this like straight away, you get like a little town and a little desert, and nearby is the city, and you get the feel of it within like maybe three or four hours, yep. and that that feel remains the same. Throughout. Yeah, and it's, weird. it's unfortunate. weird because what I've been doing is actually I went back and played through Saints Row 2 and 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Um, after I played through this, just out of curiosity, I think I wanted more open world crime game, right? Yep, yep, you were feeling you, yeah. it. You tend to get quite uh locked in those vibes, hey, like you did with uh, Yakuza. Yeah, you, I think. I, I was going to say it's like when once you enjoy something, you just keep going with it. But I don't think it's you even enjoying a thing. I think you get, it's, it's I don't know what happens to you, but even if you didn't enjoy it, you're like, I just want to do more of that. I think it's kind of like you seem to get into this um, relaxed zone where you're like, yeah, I know how to do that and I'm comfortable in this world. I can't be effed doing a whole new game and learning new Mechanics. I'm just gonna play part two. Well, I've never oh, played part two, so I was. I, I just mean like the next thing. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So you never yeah. did part two. No. Okay. So I I went through it though this time. Okay. Yeah. Um. And you know that's just set in a city, but my God, that city had more personality than this whole damn map. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And this is where a good comparison now can come in that I can look at it. How old Saints Row Two is, which is like. 2006 or something oh, it was a while ago don't talk <clears throat> about that um and then <laughs> just that city the the and it was just in a city but you know there's all different districts and things and each district had this feel to it and they try and go with that in this one as well but it just doesn't come up like there's no feeling to the city it just feels so like las vegas ripoff put in desert and there's nothing <clears throat> about it that you go oh yeah like I, I couldn't even remember the name of the city the other day oh no i i couldn't i'm glad but you i still remember steel water and Steelport from the other ones man it's just it feels like and i guess this i'll, I'll be i'll be saying this a lot today i'll try and say this now so i don't have to say it a lot but it feels just so much like a, a very good mobile game like, yeah. you know how they're getting really good lately and mm -hmm. they're getting a lot bigger? Like, if that's not me saying it feels like, you know, Angry Birds. Like, mobile games are getting quite big and things like Fortnite are on there and stuff. But it just feels like a very ambitious mobile game where if it was on there, we would be mm -hmm. like, wow, this is amazing. And, you know, they can't do too much. They can kind of only repeat assets, so it has to kind of be desert. It feels like that. It feels like we're playing a mobile port with just, like, 4K graphics or something. There's something mobile yeah. game about it. And that it goes on to like how the controls feel and the actual engine itself and the way you interact with things, how shooting feels. It all feels a little bit mobile game. Yeah, it, it just, I don't know. Like, yeah, the, you know, there's a lot of shooting in this game. Um, the only way to heal is to do a special move on an enemy, which is different. Um, mm. You know, you sort of... Um, <clears throat> level up your skills throughout the game, etc. But it just, oh God, it, like the driving wasn't fun. 
bland. Yeah, pro- and I pro- don't know. Probably the best stuff in this game, right? Yeah. Um, came from uh, the side quests in terms of buying up businesses, and then each business has their own bunch of side quests, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That now, was cool. Um, so there's lots of cool stuff, like you get a hoverboard at one stage, and that's kind of cool and quirky. And it's like, oh, this is like Saints Row all over again, you know, that bit of yeah, here quirkiness we are. to it. Um, and then there's another one where you, you go to play in traffic, get hit by cars, and work up an insurance bill. I didn't realize this, though, until I went back and played Saints Row 2, that same minigame was in 2. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it wasn't new and unique. Okay. It's not even, oh, because you hadn't played, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing too, and it's like, dude, insurance thing. I'm like, what? Wait, no, no. I've done this. Like, I guess it was a nod back to the old one, but yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so you can't even come up with new cool stuff like that. But like, there was a whole like live action RPG story in it, which really dragged on after a while. It's a bit weird. I don't. It wasn't weird. It was just boring what was that i, I might have missed that oh yeah one of your members into laughing and then you got to dress up in like cardboard and you get fake weapons and you go take these other forts but it just got boring after a while so like a, a more boring version of the other similar art goofy open world sunset overdrive how they did it with lapping and remember that there was a whole lapping community and you could hide inside a castle um, way way back in Sunset Overdrive, that uh, what was that? Was that the Xbox Insomniac? No, was yeah. it Insomniac? Well, I don't know. But yeah, everything about this game just feels so. I can mediocre. The story felt really bland. The characters felt bland. Like there was no really cool characters like Johnny Gat from the other ones, who was like this awesome badass. You know, that, you know, yeah. wasn't that. You know, the even the villains were pretty. Uh, in this as well, um, yeah. and that happens. And and the and the map itself wasn't overly big, like for no. an open world game coming out these days, it wasn't a big map. Mm-mm. Yeah, true that. I just, I think games haven't quite worked out yet. How uh, on on the um, uninteresting characters? I think games haven't worked out yet. How to make an interesting character? that you design like and they tried they did like a whole voice for like what six different voices i want to say it's like that in the other ones as well yeah and and they did like voice it all in in there and but they tried to make you the main character and the most interesting one in there but i guess it's hard to do with like not knowing who you are and what you look like and what the you know as much as that stuff shouldn't matter. It does in creating a character and a persona. So leaving it to us to make, which can I say that is obviously because of what I like, but I think the best part of this game is that the customization is incredible. I think that's where all like, that budget went. Second to none. I think it, it was, it was, it was like one of the best customization character creators I've ever seen to go from that height. I had I had more fun with the you know make your own boss creator that they released like months before it than I did with the game. Yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah, it, interesting yeah, to. Yeah, it's just and um, uh, just there's not much to really else to say on it. Like, if you if you're making a smaller map, which is fine, have interactive stuff everywhere throughout that map. 
Yeah. Make it really super interesting on that smaller space you've got. And people are like, this is really cool. You know, it doesn't matter about the size. It's like, you know, what you've got in there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like we were saying about Rockstar, but, you know, you can't match up to them. But still, no. like, um, Fallout does a really great job mm -hmm. um, of just putting things everywhere. Something, yeah. If it's that small and if it's just desert, you know, cut out some of that desert, make it even smaller and just, cut, I don't know, like, let us go into some of those buildings. Yeah. Let us collide with some things. Everything feels a bit rubbery too. I think, I don't know if I, we went in with a different mindset, but maybe, like, not. I'm not trying to, which is weird because there's, like, you know, violence and nudity, but I was going to say maybe it's created for, like, a kid's or younger audience, but I guess not. No. Because, because it's like, you know, the, the script and the nudity and the violence shows that it's for an adult audience. But it feels like if I went into this with a, with a mindset of a kid that plays like Roblox or Dreamlight Valley and maybe Fortnite, I would enjoy the mechanics a bit more because they're very toyetic. Yeah. Like they just feel... You're bouncing around, everything's kind of bouncy, it's all easy, you break through the, like the road and the cars just ricochet off you as you drive along and it's just a different mindset and I think if I went in there knowing that that's what I was going to get, maybe I wouldn't be so disappointed, but I felt like, I didn't feel like I had a place in the, in the universe, I just felt like a light, floofy thing that had no weight yeah. and it was the same walking around, like dodging and shooting, I feel like a light like I'm made of cardboard or something. It just doesn't feel solid or satisfying in any way. So yeah. I, I don't know. And, and like the craziness is what used to, you know, sell it. But one, they've done it all before. And two, their biggest competition, GTA, has started to get so wacky now because of GTA Online. Mm -hmm. So our mindsets are set to that anyway. And they do like the most wackiest, craziest stuff anyway with flying cars and DeLoreans and alien weapons and, you know, like, just weird stuff. So I don't know who this is for anymore is where I'm at with them. <sighs> yeah. It's well, not awful. It's just not, yeah, I don't know where it belongs. Good or great. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you give it out of 10? Give us a quick, real quick wrap up. I just, this one was just, just a straight five. Straight five. Uh, you know, I like a Carl Smith. Me personally would have probably given it a two in my interest, but like, I just think it's not for me, and maybe I don't understand it. So I'm splitting it right down the middle. Mm. There's nothing in here for me. I I would never touch it again. Everything it offers, someone else offers better, is what I feel. Yeah. Uh, so just a straight five for me, right down the middle. I just I don't know, man. I'm and I'm sorry. Yeah, I went, I went with six. Um, oh yeah. But I ended up finishing the whole thing, but. I don't know why. I just kept playing it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just yeah. kept going. I'm like, I want to kind of see this through now. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I was saying about you. You get it. I feel like you, as a person, like you as Callan, just get into this comfort uh, zone of a game where you're like, I get this now. I can't be bothered learning another game yet. Let mm. me just do this for a bit. I understand. At least I know who I am. Yeah. Yeah, look, there was, it was, yeah, I got through it. It was done and that's about it that's all i can say on this game man i don't know it's i know weird. i'm really trying i'm really tr i'm trying to be fair i'm trying to, i don't want to just go it sucked because like you know everything is for someone maybe but mm. oh boy i don't I, 
Don't know who this one's for, and I'd Look, love to hear the four arguments. What I'd like to see now from Saints Row is rebooting the franchise again. Oh, fuck. Poor guys. I think they're done. Yeah. Or I come think. up with a new stick. Like, it doesn't have to be modern-day open world. Like, you could take it back earlier, you know? Yeah, what if they went... What if you, you went a some... night just a 1950s open world? Yeah, whack... Well, I think their vibe would work in the 70s. They're yeah. kind of like, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 70s or vibe. 80s with discos and weird stuff. Like, take it back to that. Give us that. No, I think that'd oh. be fun. Or go all out. You know, they were starting to do, like, superheroes and, and flying around and stuff. Just do one in, you know, Actually, space. Actually, that was so much fun in Force. Being able to sprint and just launch over buildings was so much fun. Yeah. Like, it was just I, like, dumb fun. Lean that way. You know, yeah. instead of trying to go more grounded because you can't compete. No. Maybe just, just make, like, a city similar to this. They could have done still desert, but make it the moon. But don't talk about it. Just yeah. act like it's a normal city and you're driving around the moon... And you can wear cool space suits and stuff or whatever. The cars are like spaceshipy, and that's why they're floaty. You know what I mean? And like, because that would feel the gravity would kind of make sense. You could have just weird weapons. Almost the same game. Just chuck it on the moon and just like kind of make it an in joke where you don't even talk about the fact that it's the moon, but it's obvious. Like, it's the moon, and everyone's wearing helmets, and you're like, hi, welcome to, you know, Moon Valley, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's go shoot some gangs and drive around. And can you make sure you go to the mechanic and, you know, like never yeah. mention it. I think that could be cool. And it would be a, a thing, but you could still, almost the same game. I would have come out of this going, that was wacky and funny. You're in the moon. You got these like low gravity missions. They could just do a little twist, but yeah. almost keep it the same. I think they need to do something weird like that just to stand out in a way. I don't, I don't know what else to do with this. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and that was Saints Row Remake, Reboot, Redone. Riri. Alright, so uh, I guess we'll start slowly wrapping this episode up. Well, wrapping it up because we've got stuff to get done here. But we're going to do uh, Lame, Love and Hype Trains. Yes. So, uh, let's just jump straight into Lame Train. Okay, Okay, so what are you you laming this week? Well, I'm not going to Lame Train Daylight Savings because we've had this conversation, so I'm going to leave that right there. Uh, But my Lame Train is very simple. It's uh, The Last of Us Remake Remake. Oh, yes. Um, it It looks fantastic. You know, so what? That's fine. You do what you need to do if you want to remake it. And I understand they just made The Last of Us Part 2. So they wanted a collection of 1 and 2 in the same engine, uh, you know, for collectible sake or for people to enjoy it with the same vibe and to really show off the PS5. I get it. Fine. Whatever. Don't make it $125. (laughs) You know, that's like... I'm not here to lame train the existence of a remake, 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 remake. It's fine. I, whatever. Yeah. You do you. But, like, what? Don't make $125? Yeah. What? You know, especially in a landscape with things like Game Pass and Ubisoft Plus and, you know, like, all that stuff that we have with 
just wonderful games. Oh and, man, and you can't you can't tell deals. Sony people that man. They they defend it. I mean, even with Sony, you know they've got PlayStation Plus now, and they've got PlayStation yeah. Plus. I don't know, Premium and Platinum and Essential and and North and East and South and West or whatever they call it. But they still have really good games. You can play God of War for like five bucks or whatever. You know, like mm. don't make Last of Us one remake of the remake 125 bucks that's just ridiculous and the game is the same you know like the graphics are better and the ai is notched up a bit mm -hmm. but it's not it's not a reboot you know i wow anyway that's my lame train yeah <laughs> what's yours sir? mine's the gta 6 leak oh and i'll good say one. and good i'll one. say this when there are little leaks, it's kind of fun. Like maybe a sly screenshot. Yep. This was just too much. And it's now taken away from me personally the anticipation of that first trailer. Because now I know the setting is definitely Fire City, which we kind of knew for a long time, but it, it's yeah. confirmed. Like, they have just, a way of revealing just it. Just a lot themselves. of. Yeah. Like I remember seeing GTA 4's trailer for the first time being like, oh my gosh. And then GTA 5's going, oh my oh. gosh. You know, but they're only one and, minute ones, they're very quick, but there was so much to unpack. And, and they now, do their mood pieces where they just show the world. Yeah. You know, oh, and the Red Dead Redemption one, you know, with the horse oh, coming over in the In sun, that the muddy background. place. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, that's still is, one of my favorite reveals yeah, ever. I feel like this is now going to take away from that original trailer in, in whatever is. way. Like, maybe I feel like it would have been better if this leaked after that first trailer. Yeah, and then it still would have been like, oh, that sucks, but, yeah. you know, we still uh, got that vibe, that rush. something about a game leaking this bad. That and a never game this important. Yeah, and this big and this important, so it, it's sad to see. It was exciting and when it first happened, because it was like, oh, you know, let's have a look. But now it's like, oh, I'd rather have had the trailer first and then... I'd had... rather, yeah, just no leak, just for these for yeah. these guys. I don't... They're, they're such masters at crafting a game, but also at marketing it. That's Since day one, Rockstar have just been masters at a game and at marketing. They're mm -hmm. just so good at creating that anticipation. And people copy their ideas. Like, it, it, and it seems ridiculous. Like They did a logo, and then they did a date for a trailer. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, coming soon, uh, November 15 or whatever it was, the, the G... The, Red Dead Redemption 2 gameplay trailer. And it's like, who can do that? Mm. And people have tried to, like, I don't know, they're just so good at it. And this really ruins it. And it feels, any leak feels disrespectful. But this feels disrespectful to, like, such an important pillar of gaming. It's like, it's Rockstar. These guys, I don't know. I saw this really cool article that was just called, We Don't Deserve Red Dead Redemption 3. Oh, wow. Because of this. Oh, <laughs> and my it's God. Like, and it's just saying, like, now we've slowed them down. We made, you know, and it's going to just throw this back and then that next one back. And they're just like, nah, just don't even, we don't even deserve it. You know, finish what you're doing on six and yeah. then just call it. We don't, we're just, we're just the worst. Yeah. Now, good one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, all right. That was Lame Trains. Let's roll into Love Train. Do, 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 do. All right, what's your love trend this week? 
my love train is almost directly attached to my lame train. And my love train again, which I guess we should start doing a tally. Um, but my love train is Game Pass. Like oh, I thought particular... you were going to say The Last of Us Part 1 Remake, and it is valued no. for $125. <laughs> no, no, wow, what a, what a twist. <laughs> what a nah, twist. <laughs> I talk about Game Pass, we all do it like a lot. It's just such a great deal, blah, blah, blah. But this last dint of Game Pass, like just since last episode, not even, we've had You Suck at Parking, Tiny Kin, which is this brilliant 2D platform, like 2D art platformer in a 3D space, which also has like Pikmin vibes. We've got Moon Scars, Midnight Fight Express, Dreamlight Valley, which is just actually massive and like a Animal Crossing Disney. And we've got Deathloop is finally here. Metal Helsing, which is like the Doom rhythm game. We've got Nino Kuni finally on Xbox, but just like a, just a beautiful kind of uh, JRPG Pokemon in, in uh, like a Studio Ghibli kind of art style. And Slime Rancher 2, like that's Game Pass. That's just in the last, I want to say, month. Mm. It nuts. And I've just had so much fun. And there's big adventures. There's tiny little like high scorey games. There's like a like I said, a platformer or there's like a souls like there's just I cannot get over how cool Game Pass is and how like just wonderful the, the selections just month after month are just so fun and interesting. And I'm glad I'm so glad that PlayStation Plus is slowly coming into this thing as well. And just there's something to do on every console. But Game Pass is just the granddaddy of value. It's been really wonderful jumping into these games. That's my love train. Okay. You, sir? Yeah, mine's really easy, and you just gave it to me before. Daylight Savings is here. I love it. Oh, do I, you? I love Daylight Savings. We get more sun. It feels like it's like that warm springtime. Nothing now. changes, Callan. Nothing changes. No, nothing changes. No, it feels like Callan, it's nothing warm changes. springtime. It feels like it's coming nothing, into... Nothing. It, Daylight it, Savings didn't it, do this. this. The earth it, is it, the same it's place. It's coming into like it summertime. The games no. are coming out soon. Nothing changed, Callan. It's outside barbecue. It's the same stuff. It's the oh, same. What, the bar, so you can still good. have a barbecue. It's the Nothing's best. different. The curtains aren't fading. All right. It's, it's so good. It's so nice. It just feels warmer and nicer already. Here. It's warmer and nicer right here in Queensland, buddy. All right. And Mate, the time you, all, never all changes. Because, all because you're in the past now, Carl. We made it. We made a choice and we stuck to it. All right. If you guys can't stay loyal to to your, you know. Mate, the woman mate, you chose. You're, you're going to be disappointed. Don't change when, it every six when months. When we get the Masked Singer an hour earlier, and we can tell you who's been unmasked on the Masked Singer. <laughs> what is the Masked Singer? <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <sighs> but no, uh, I love daylight savings. It means like it's that time of year now. I don't know what you're talking about. It's the same. Mate, live in Melbourne for a year, and then you'll no. you'll thank you'll be thankful when winter ends and this happens. Trust me, trust me. It feels good. I love winter. I miss it. It's so hot here already. No. Oh. All right. Uh, let's roll into the hot train. <laughs> what are you hyped for? Please tell me. It is The Last of Us Part Two remake for $125 when they do it one day in a couple of years. Oh, well, I guess I got nothing to say here. Oh, okay. You've obviously read my notes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's that time of year, like, for us, that Hype Train is obvious, like, Pax Oz and Generosity is mm -hmm. next week for us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when you're listening to this, lovely listeners, it's probably this current week. 
or it was a thousand years in the past if mm -hmm. you have dug up one of our ancient episodes welcome future or aliens uh but yeah pax oz generosity if we're talking about um games i had on here corn on the 21st of october so now my hype train is that it's the 14th of october yeah even more i'm seven, game wise i'm, I'm very excited about scorn yeah that's um i had that on here already because it's like you know gotham knights is coming and it's cool but we've seen stuff like it before and scorn just feels fresh it's got the weird body horror very strange art it's just a world that i'm excited to jump into so game wise that would be it if you didn't want my predictable paxos generosity hype train mm-hmm what about you, sir? Uh, predictable Paxos Generosity Hive Train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... <clears throat> I've gotten the easy one. Gone the easy one. Gone the easy one. Yeah, it's the one. It's, it's... Paxos is coming. That's yeah. where our hype is. Yeah, no, um, it's soon. It's next week. I can't wait. I can't wait for it to be over, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, there's a lot. We're going to be yeah. doing a lot. Next episode, we'll be doing From There. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, next week's episode will be from uh, PAX. We're going to record at Audio Technica booth on the Sunday afternoon. Uh, so Hell that yeah. should be exciting. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode, pretty much. Um, oh, wonderful. Yeah, so let's uh, wrap it all up quickly. Where can they find you, Carl? Uh, you guys can find me at the underscore lyrical on... Um, on Twitch, and that's probably where where people listening to this would would want to come and find me. I'm streaming and playing music and playing games, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Or you can find me at the Lyrical on Instagram. Nice, nice. I uh, I'm around. You normally normally on Twitter at the moment at Game Train Talk. Be like, hey, uh, I don't stream that much at the moment. Maybe one day I'll come back. Maybe when I got more interesting things to play. I find playing a game like Yakuza on stream to be really hard to do. Yes, it is. Uh, open world games or even single player games. I just, I don't even do anymore if you've noticed. I only do like mm. Tuesdays we do Team Up Tuesday and then Wednesday yeah. I sing and then Thursday kind of is just either Lego or art or more Team Up stuff because I wanted, I wanted to play games on Twitch but I just, I can't get into them and the things I love and I guess you're the same oh, what I love I, about... I, I, can I can play some games like Elden Ring and Pokemon and stuff. A game that's all in Japanese is just... I don't know. Yeah, okay, okay. That makes sense, the Japanese part. I, for yeah. me, I feel like I like disappearing into a world. That's what I love about single-player adventures mm. is being in that universe. And I get pulled out every time I talk to chat. Mm -hmm. So then I, I miss the part that I love the most. Like, I couldn't do something like for more than like one day of fun and checking it out something like god of war ragnarok oh no i won't be doing that on stream no you know way. what i mean like those are about being in and even like assassin's creed i tried to but every time i stream and it was a joke at first but mm. all i do is take photos because that's all i can do to talk to the chat and i can't i can't get into the, i don't know how people just do these huge one player games and i tried i wanted to for like years be like all right next week i'm just going to continue my adventure the more I did it, the more I was just driving in a circle or walking around trying to get headshots and just ignoring the actual game. Yeah. So I get it, man. Yeah. And unless you're playing like Tony Hawk, that was brilliant. That was like the stream mecha time for you. That is the like, that's it. Tony Hawk and like, like, um, you know, Mario Kart for me or mm. Tetris, mindless high score 
just let's do that again and again and again and again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, let's uh let's wrap this up. Uh yeah, we'll be back next week with PAX episode. It'll be all PAX stuff, but until then, everyone, uh be safe, be good. Remember listen to episodes, like our stuff and be be great because we love you. We do. Okay. All right. Love you. Love uh, you. Bye. Okay. And <laughs> this has been Game Train.